Uh, the Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by Farm Bureau Insurance. Bundle your car and home and save with your local Farm Bureau Insurance agent. Go local. Go with the home team. show is also presented by the uh, Ram Trucks and Jeep Wranglers at Mack Hike and Flowood. MacHikeFlowood.com for a pre-owned or new SUV or truck. That's Mack Hike and Flowood. Um, we welcome in the uh, Matrix analytics guru he is dave bartu he loves when i say this college football insider he joins us on the Modelo guest line good morning sunshine morning pumpkin how you doing i'm well thanks for getting up i know it's the off season you probably wanted to you know chase butterflies or something but uh <laughs> you know how you been no good good actually uh yesterday it's uh, right now it's uh, it's chasing uh, arrows is uh, it's just it's just it's just practicing, getting ready for bow season, just getting things dialed in. So, uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm feeling pretty good. Anything uh, that shows up uh, in my range of sight within 60 yards is uh, <laughs> going to get a two hole punch. So, um, but uh, now it's uh, there's there's no off season here, man. I got coaches hours. That's true. I got, I got, I had one coach. I don't Did I tell you this story last week no. when I had a coach call me and he was on vacation. <laughs> so he's on vacation, right? These guys don't get a whole lot of vacation time. And, and he's like, okay, we got to make this quick. My wife's getting us drinks. I got maybe 10 minutes. Go. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I, mean, I can, I can hear the waves, right? He, you know, I can hear the waves laughing at the beach. <laughs> And he's giving me a 10-minute schedule on his vacation. Dude, coach has got a coach, baby. Coach has got a coach. That's right. All 24-7. 24-7. Speaking of uh, 24-7, we love Sam Pittman. And uh, mm. because he's a big personality and funny. And he uh, he hired a couple of outstanding, talented coordinators in Barry Odom and Kendall Browse, who you have talked to. Well, actually, you jumped on the show right when it was done said, mm -hmm. Best best coordinator tandem uh, in college football hiring that year, and then you have them as the number one coordinator tandem in the SEC. I think. Uh, all right, so let's let's we want to go through the Arkansas schedule, and okay. obviously Mississippi State and Ole Miss play them every year. Uh, MSU will host them. Ole Miss goes there later in the year, but we'll get to that in a minute. Um, uh, they play Cincinnati and Luke Fickle. To get the year, actually, they start with two tough games. They play Cincinnati week one, and then they play South Carolina at home week two. Both games are at home. How do you see uh -huh. the Razorbacks against the Cincinnati Bearcats and the South Carolina Gamecocks? Well, I, I think number one, you're getting a bit ahead of yourself here because we got. I mean, it's it's betting time. We got to talk win total. Oh, let's do that. Right. I mean, yeah. We, we, we got to look at it. So, so I, I think uh, now, Blake, you can look this up, but I think Timeout Lounge has the total on Arkansas at eight wins. So, I, I, I like to keep that in mind because look, those are smart people making those numbers. It's not just from a betting standpoint, but maybe how they got there in the schedule, right? So, right, so it's seven and a half right now, Bartu at, at oh. Golden Moon Timeout Lounge sportsbook. Yeah, I yeah, okay. I I'm we'll see where we get then. Okay, at the at the end of this. But Cincinnati at uh at Arkansas. Um I already bet this game. This is one of this is one of my first week bets. I already have Arkansas minus 7 on this one. 
because look, Cincinnati just lost what seven guys to the draft, eight guys to the draft. Wow. Cincinnati is a mid fifties recruiter. Now, granted, okay, keep in mind Cincinnati over the last twenty years, the best recruiting to draft pick ratio in the G fives is Cincinnati. There's a ton of talent in Ohio. Ohio State doesn't get it all. And Cincinnati, they, they catch lightning in a bottle once in a while with this stuff. We saw it with Brian Kelly, too. You know, so there, there's a cycle with the talent Cincinnati gets. It just cycled out. And, and the one thing that we know about Bryles and Odom and Pittman, they don't mind running up the score. When they're beating your butt, they, they, this is, this, it's a full throttle 60-minute game. Uh, so I, I like Arkansas at home. Uh, to not only win but cover uh, against Cincinnati. That game, so we're so we're one and win we're one and cover. I love it. Win right? and cover, right? Um, so the net. So so now we move over to South Carolina game, and they're hosting South Carolina. So talent's about even in this football game. But what's our big kicker here? We got we got home field advantage, which with much better coaching. Okay, we got a better head coach. We have a the offensive coordinators. You can't even. I mean, South Carolina has a bottom three offensive coordinator. Uh, you know, Arkansas has top three. All right, defensive coordinator uh, Clayton White's really good. Um, again, South Carolina. The only way they win this game, I think, is if they hold Arkansas under twenty-four. Right. Good. So good luck with that. I got you. Um, so so I'm at I'm at two and zero oh right out of the gate. I, I like I love the schedule. Uh, for them, even though that's a little bit tough out of the gate, uh, I do like the setup of that schedule. And then Missouri State at home again, so we're at three and zero. So, so we're at three and zero, and, and we're trying to get above or below seven and a half right now. So th- those three games, um, I think they're, I think they're going to win. And I don't know what the line's going to be on that South Carolina game. I think South Carolina is just, it's just a little too hyped up. Uh, still, the offense really didn't change last year. From a coaching staff standpoint, uh, I know that they got one more year under their belt, but I'm not that big of a believer uh, in in South Carolina after just one five and seven season. No, and they they it was some smoke and mirrors there. There there went over a Florida program that was imploding for whatever reason with Dan because that's not who Dan is, but it happened. And there went over an Auburn program. I have to tell you about this game-changing product I use before a night out with drinks. It's called Z-Biotics. Let's face it, after a night out with drinks, I don't bounce back the next day like I used to, and I have to make a choice. I can either have a great night or a great next day, and that is until I found Z-Biotics. Every time I have a Z-Biotics before drinks, I notice a difference the next day. Even after a night out, I can confidently plan on hosting this show and being awesome without worry. Look, I won't lie. I was a bit on the fence about Z-Biotics initially, but then while hanging out with friends over cocktails, I gave it a shot. And believe me, it is the real deal. Go to zbiotics.com slash OOB to get 15% off your first order when you use OOB at checkout. Remember to head to zbiotics.com slash OOB and use the code OOB at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. Uh, those were huge wins, and I get it for South Carolina. They would be for Ole Miss and Mississippi State. 
but mm-hmm. it's those weren't good teams at the time, Bartu. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, and I, and I hear it's it's not like it's not the same as Ole Miss and Mississippi State playing an A and M team that was fully healthy to beat Alabama. Yes, yes. Okay. Yes. Right. But a win's a win. Sure. That's so that's what we live for. You know, the hope of being able to win the football games. So so at the end of September, now we're going on the road at A and M. Now A and M, and this is going to sound weird, and I even think it's weird saying it, but there's only two teams in college football that check off all the boxes of our last 22 national champions. All right, Bartu, that, that, that game's that's, in that's Dallas. A, yeah, it, it, it's in, it's in Dallas. I know it's a neutral field. Right. Okay. <clears throat> but last year, I know, everybody focused on A&M beating Alabama last year, but nobody realizes or even focuses on the four games they lost to teams that they out recruited. Okay. There's only a handful of teams that are top 10 recruiters that have lost four or more games in a season recently uh, to teams they out-recruited. Those are, that's, that's called USC and Texas. Ooh. Ooh. Okay, so it, 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 as, as good as they were last year, and look, they, they lost a lot of close football games. They, again, they still lost these football games. They didn't get over the hump. Now, I'm waiting for the team to get over the hump, but they took a step back in defensive coordinator. Okay, El- Elko to Durkin is a step back. You still have a, you still have Jimbo as offensive coordinator, decent grade there. Still have him as head coach, not a very good grade there. And you know, I'm I'm still taking Texas A&M to win that football game. I think there's too much talent gap there not to take them. Okay. Um, but again, uh, you got you have a top three coaching staff. You have the top offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator duo duo in, in the SEC. You have the best defensive coordinator, period. Barry Odom's going to be the next defensive coordinator that becomes a head coach out of the SEC next year. So he, you only have got to deal with him for one more year. So, so if you want him gone, Rupert Arkansas would so. be well this year, right? I, I, <laughs> then, he's, uh, then he's gone, yeah. right? So you, you got uh, oh, so you got A&M, so there's a loss. Then you turn around and you come home and you face Alabama. You got to call that a loss too, mm-hmm. uh, and, and this is this is a good trap game spot though for Mississippi State, right? Week six, because State's at home, and they're coming off of playing Alabama in Fayetteville, and it, we we all know I've never even looked at the numbers, but we all know how poorly teams do coming off playing Bama. They're just beat to hell, right? Right. So um, Arkansas is going to be favored in Starkville. But you gotta love that as a coin flip game, don't you? I mean, I do. Oh, so you feel like the Razorbacks will be a slight favorite in Starkville? Yeah, I, I do. Okay, cool. I do. Right now, the way the way everything's set up, you know, with two or three points with the win totals. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, a field goal, right? Got it. And, and it'll depend on how they start. But I think if you look at that game right now, I still think Arkansas is going to get uh, get favored in that football game. Um, but it, it's still just a coin flip game. So now we're at three and a half wins. Okay. Um, then you get BYU on the road, and I'll take them to win that football game straight up. Good, co- really good coaching staff there, equal coaching staff. Uh, but still, Arkansas talent gap. So now we're at four and a half. And what is this week? Now we're week eight, going to Auburn at the end of at the end of October. So if if you're going to be under, I think this is kind of the game to circle. Uh, because we know Auburn's talent, uh, but 
I think Auburn's coaching staff is is bottom two in the SEC. I think it's bad, really bad. Um, so I think they get out coached here. I think this is better than a coin flip football game uh, for Arkansas. But all you're trying to do is get a W here. So you, you know the, you get the win there. Now we're looking at five and a half wins through the end of October. Mm. If that makes sense to you right now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't like their schedule, so, man. Anyway, go ahead. Right. I mean, you start you start looking at it, and it's like, okay, this is, uh, you know, the games you want to be at home are the ones where the talent's more. You know, so playing Alabama, honestly, you'd rather have probably have that one on the road because you're probably going to lose it. Right. I mean, yeah. who, who wants the coin flip games on the road? I've listened. I've listened to you talk about scheduling over the years, and. I just would I wouldn't schedule Cincinnati, BYU, and Liberty. They're all good either. Uh, BYU's kind of P five G whatever, and Liberty yeah. and Cincinnati are really good G five programs. So I that that just looks like you could have avoided playing that difficult of teams. But anyway, go ahead. Right. I mean, it's, it's kind of like you're you're with Cincinnati and BYU. You're basically playing what you know. It's kind of like playing I don't know Missouri a couple extra times. Yes. Right, yes. you know, not not guaranteed wins. You should win the football games, but you're probably going to get a little bit more beat up than than an easier football team. Mm-hmm. So, you know, in, in Liberty, you you still got uh, good offense there. You actually have good defense there too. Their defensive coordinator is really good. That is an excellent, um, excellent staff. That that's probably the one thing. Looking at these non-conference uh, games, BYU, Liberty, Cincinnati, the combination of coaching there, the talent is an SEC level, but the coaching, uh, you would take all of those coaches. All those coaching staffs are better than your worst five coaching staffs in the SEC. All of them. Oh, wow. So those Liberty has a good staff. BYU has a really good staff. Cincinnati has a really good staff. Okay. Uh, so they, they've inadvertently stacked really good coaching against themselves. Uh, Liberty at home, you still got to take that as a W. Uh, I mean, obviously. I, I, I know they can – they got good coaching, but come on, we just let's let's be serious with that. So now we're at six and a half wins, and we're going for seven and a half, and we got three to go at home against LSU. I I don't trust that LSU defense this year, man. I don't. I think this is going to be a really high scoring football game. Now in years past, I'd have leaned a lot more on LSU because of the talent, mm-hmm. but it's an entirely new coaching staff. The defensive staff's weak. It's on the road. So I think that's more of a coin flip game. I'm 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 adding one in there. So I'm I'm basically at seven wins now for Arkansas through November twelfth with two to go. You got Ole Miss at home, right? That is a great that you talk about scheduling. You'd rather that's one of those games that you love that it's at home, not on the road. Sure. You know, it's probably the difference between being favored and being an underdog. So we got a coin flip game right there. So now we're at seven and a half wins in the last game. Arkansas, Missouri. I ain't taking Missouri in pretty much any <laughs> SEC game against, except against Vanderbilt and Auburn, right? <laughs> and and against Auburn, that's just ugly, right? That's what the line would be. You go to the timeout lounge, and it just says ugly. <laughs> you don't want to be sweating that game. Um, but I'll take Arkansas to win that game as well. And you can still call that a coin flip. But we're looking at eight, eight and a half wins right there. Okay. So if I'm if I'm betting. The seven and a half, I'm leaning over seven and a half for Arkansas in 2022. Over 
He feels like they can get to eight because those last two games, Ole Miss is at home and at Missouri, who Arkansas has more talent and a better coaching staff. And that could put you over the top. It's seven and a half. The win total for Arkansas is seven and a half at the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook. Blake, do you have a question for Dave Bartu on the Modelo guest line? Yeah, so I'm, I'm looking at this, and I see three wins, two losses, three wins, or four wins, and then you have three swing games at State, LSU at home, mm-hmm. Ole Miss at home. And so I guess yep. in your mind, because two of those are home and one's on the road, odds are they win two of the three. Is that the thought process? That's kind of the part, the process there, right, it, it, it is getting two out of three. But now, if they get one out of the three, what does that put them at, seven wins? Uh-huh. Yeah. Right? So now, if you're betting this, here's something else to consider if you want to hedge your losses. Now, if, if it was seven instead of seven and a half, and some books will let you do this. I don't know about timeout lounge. You can ask for the next number down. Okay, how much is it going to cost me? Because right now, if you bet seven and a half, it's minus 110, right? You're betting 110 to win 100. Um, so they may say, hey, if, if, if you're at seven, that's, that's minus 150. So you bet 150 to win 100. But do you see them getting to six losses this year in the schedule? No. Okay, so would you rather be over under seven and take seven out of the equation altogether and buy it down or be at seven and a half. Just, just you know, you don't have to answer that, but just for everybody listening is when you start looking at these half half games in the, in the totals, that there can be a really big difference there because I just, unless they're barring catastrophic injury, I don't see Arkansas at six or fewer wins. So I would love, I would rather pay 150 bucks to win 100 and be at seven then pay 110 to win 100 at seven and a half. I, I see where you're going. All right. I like that. Um, seven and a half win total for the Arkansas Razorbacks. Bartu's going over, but would love to buy it down. And he has a lot of confidence. Well, look at what they've done the last two years. He's got a lot of confidence uh-huh. in uh, Browse and Odom. And Bartu feels like Odom's time. Um, his name could be called in early, early to mid-December as far as an opportunity, because we know we'll, we'll always have job openings every year, whatever that looks like. And for our listeners, Barry Odom was the coach at Missouri, and he coached under a guy that Bartu and I both love who won with less a lot, and that guy's name's Gary Pinkle. Even when he was in the Big 12 and in the SEC, he actually went to Atlanta like two or three times and had no business doing that. But uh, So he's a Pinkle protege. And he's had a hell of a career, and now he's the Arkansas DC. He's given Leach fits, um, and Lane's one and one against him. Leach is zero and two against Odom slash Pittman Browse, and their quarterbacks from Mississippi, KJ Jefferson from North Panola. So there you go. All right, um, now Blake, do we want to let's hit some of these? I think I want to jump. I've got time to jump into Florida. Okay. All right. Let's, let's, let's switch to the gate. The Gators have a brutal, this first two games, because I think Billy's going to be very successful, but uh, dude, you got to play Utah who evidently Whittingham, uh, Willingham, Kyle Whittingham, right? Willingham, Whittingham, Mm -hmm. Whittingham, Whittingham. Thank you. I don't know why I had that uh, mixed up. 
they're they're talking about him having a, a stat. Maybe he's got a veteran-laden team this year, juniors and seniors, but he's been a hell of a coach forever. And then they play Kentucky, who, although they're not good on offense, is very physical. So, Bartu, let's start with Florida against Utah and Kentucky to start the season. What a yeah! I agree. What a brutal start, right? I, I I think Utah's favored in that game. I think it's minus three. Blake, will you look that up real quick, please? Go ahead, um, Barton. And and I so want to take Florida at home because I, I know people have been complaining about Dan's recruiting. God, it wasn't it wasn't that bad. Um, in fact, his recruiting was better than than McElwain's before him, but, you know, I digress there. Uh, Utah, extremely well coached. Uh, they're equal staffs, but you got a brand new one at Florida. But, gosh, man, at home in the swamp getting points, I so want to take that. 110, so wanna... 110 degrees. Look, I've been on the field at, at the swamp, and I know you're going to yeah. eventually be there. And, Bartu, when I, and I was there at a, at a very, very hot time of the year that that stadium is like going into a cave it, there is something about is it ben griffin or ben yeah there is something about yeah. going down there it just traps all the heat utah up in the mountains different deal that could also play a factor because it's still going to be hot as hell around that time here bartu exactly and this this is just this is probably the best coach football staff matchup Okay, talent aside, just straight football coaching. Uh, God, I'd love this game if it was next year or the year after. Right. Because the coaching staffs from both of these teams are just awesome. I love both of them. Um, I call this a coin flip game. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go half point here, and and I do want to take Florida. I mean, this is this is one of the things in September. I love home underdogs with better recruited talent in September. I do. You know, um, and so. Florida. Yeah, I think I think it's a coin flip game, and in in Florida, boy, if Utah's head isn't on straight on this one, uh, they're going to lose that football game. I, I think it's a fantastic football game, but I'll go fifty fifty. This will be one of those. Uh, the Blake at the end of this will, will have Florida in the uh, in the coin flip tier uh, with Utah. Florida's a one and a half point dog. See, I mean, it's a coin flip game. Yep. Right. I mean, it's a bloody coin flip game, and this is a brand new staff. So don't tell me Florida doesn't have talent. Utah's returning returning everybody uh, that won what ten games last year, nine games last year. Mm. I don't. I don't remember. Um, so that's a coin flip game. Kentucky. This this one's interesting to me uh, because I don't believe in the staff. I don't believe in the talent. Uh, yeah, I know they won 10 games last year, and uh, for the second time, Stoops has done that. Uh, he's a 500 coach. He brought in an offensive coordinator that is bottom four in the SEC. I think this is all on the quarterback. What's it, what's his name? Will Nevis? Levitz. 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 What, whatever is whatever the quarterback at Kentucky. If Kentucky goes nine and three, or God forbid, ten and two again. Dude, I because I've I've heard this guy has NFL height, NFL weight, NFL arm. If if they go ten and two, nine and three again with this staff, I'm giving all that to the quarterback. I'm drafting that quarterback right now. Got it. And I'm 100 percent serious about that because it was elevated last year with him. And I know people go, oh, look at his stats, look at this, look at that. He he, he somebody's got to carry a team like that when you have that bad that average of coaching. Um, so I, I think Kentucky's offense is going to suffer this year. And uh, that's, but that's going to be another coin flip game right there. So if Florida is Florida coming out of this zero and two or two and zero.
I think that's a big question to start their season. Okay. We'll leave it there, and we'll finish the Florida schedule next week. Day part two. Oh, yeah. Um, Matrix Analytics Guru at CFB Matrix on Twitter. Uh, have a great day, buddy. See you, man. Be good, brother. Day bar two on the uh, Corona Premier guest line and Modelo guest line. Enjoy some uh, truffle fries at Bulldog Burger on National French Friday. Uh, they're amazing. And smash a uh, chicken sandwich or burger at Bulldog Burger on Lake Harbor and uh, also in Startwell and Tupelo. Thanks for listening to the show. Hit Apple Podcasts. Search Out of Bounds with Bo Bounds. Later. Later.